0: Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode. Thank you so much for listening to us. I just want to jump on here real quick to let you know that we had some technical difficulties with the audio for the episode this week, but we do have some good content for you guys. So hopefully uh, we can have our guest, Miss Michelle Hayward back on again so we can continue the conversation. Thank you again so much for listening. We really appreciate it and we appreciate the love and support. So without further ado, here is our episode for the week. Cheers. All right, everybody. Thank you for coming back. We have another episode, episode 27.
1: Yes, Lord. Hi, friends.
0: Hey. And... We have another special guest with us, and we will introduce our guests. But first, we're going to go ahead and get into our wine of the week. Um, we made a decision to choose a canned wine, and it's a rosé. Mm-hmm. And it's a right. nasty. <laughs> it's giving very beer vibes to me. Yeah, I'm
1: not intrigued. I'd rather have a beer. <laughs> For for real. Give me a Corona. My Jesus. Uh, I I don't think I'm going to totally toss it out just because we did see other flavors that sound like they taste good. So maybe next time we'll try canned wine, but isn't just like regular wine. Because if I'm going to have regular wine, I'm getting that bad boy out the bottle. Because it it matters. So I'm going to do something a little fruitier next time. But this rosé... Gonna be sipping real slow, cause it's kind of gross. Yeah. So, what brand did you get? Um, I got Crafters Union Grace and Delicacy Rose, California, mm. and the bot- the can is very pretty. Um, but the wine inside it is gross. But it's twelve point five percent, and it's half a bottle of wine in here, so it'll get you where you want to go. Just how desperate are you to get there? That's the question. <laughs>
0: I have house wine. It's the original house wine. It's a rosé. Like Constance, it says there are two can. Well, two cans can equal one bottle of the 750 ml of wine. It's 12%. And um, it's dry. It's a rosé. It tastes mm-hmm. like a rosé. I'm not enthused. Yeah. I have the dark house. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> The dark horse rosé wine, dry, bright, and crisp. It's very dry, and it's none of the other stuff that it says that it is. But we'll give it credit for it being half a bottle in a can. Like I did get my money's worth for two dollars and fifty cents. This could definitely be the party what? kickback. Also. Hold up, mine was five dollars. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, mine I mine was know too. What to
1: tell you? Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Can you check my receipt. Well, she got the good one. Yeah. Oh, mine was a uh, like. Four ninety nine or something, but I was at the Publix too. So oh,
0: I went know. to the Kroger. Oh, was Mine was five twenty nine. I mean, stay with I the Walmart. Know. It's always budget friendly.
1: I was on that side of town. I was yeah. like, I'm just run up in here and get this. Yeah, the Walmart's here hand hand trash.
0: <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> okay. okay. do our black highlight for this week mo who you got my recommendation is marcy martin a star of black ish marcy is the youngest executive producer in hollywood she completed her 2019 film little when she was just 14 years old and was honored by the guinness world records for this achievement marcy recently launched mari by marcy a luxurious, high quality, cruelty-free press on nails and nail care line. So shout out to Marcy. Yes, girl. Hey. That movie was funny. We love to see it. Young black entrepreneurs yes. doing At things point point that we couldn't do. For real. Ciao.
1: Like, oh my gosh, she produced this movie? Shut up.
0: Yeah, it wasn't a bad movie either. It was it was, it was predictable, but it was an okay a, movie. A,
1: it was a remake of an old movie of an old like I want to say '90s movie with Tom Hanks with the same name or maybe it was no I think it was a switch because it was called Big, so it was like I think a kid like made a wish and he turned into an adult and she did the opposite and called it Little and she okay. like, turned into a child. But it was cute. It was super cute. I looked like so in shock and amazed. I'm like, damn. See, the youth little people <laughs> they'd be out here doing the damn thing and shout out to her mama and her daddy to her parents people whoever inspired her to you know do this and gave her that that courage to just right out there.
0: and allowing her to exist in a positive light in hollywood yeah. and not like abuse her as a child just to make money it's so Hell obvious when parents yeah. do that
1: makes me sad you just fucked them up yeah
0: that's important
1: yeah shout out to her Yes, we can't honey, wait to
0: see funny. what other things you come up with. For real, for real. I
1: Can't wait to see her grow up in Hollywood and be in awesome movies. Cause, honey, she is. Ooh, and she, she's hilarious. Diane on Blackish. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I just
0: started walking, watching Blackish. I need to go finish. What? While it's about to come. end. I know. It's okay. Be
1: blessed by it. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Be blessed by it. It's it's fabulous. I just want to go back to the okay. beginning, and start all over, and go all the way yeah. through and binge
0: it. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good show. Cool. Let's introduce our guest. Yes. Uh, Ms. Sheila Hayward is a board-certified nurse practitioner at Hope Health in Greeleyville, South Carolina. She received her graduate degree from the University of South Carolina in Columbia. She provides primary care to children and adults. Ms. Hayward has been treating patients in the Williamsburg County area for a number of years. She emphasizes the importance of disease prevention, management of acute and chronic diseases, and patient education, And more importantly, she is the sister of your host, Jawanda. Welcome,
2: Ashila. Thank you. Thank you. Woo.
0: Mm -mm, mm -mm. Well, we wanted to bring you on because you are, uh, you do practice family medicine as a nurse practitioner and February is Cervical Health Awareness Month. So okay. we were like, you know, it's gonna be almost Valentine's Day. It's cervical health of um, cervical health awareness month. Why not a great time to learn about the self cleaning oven? <laughs> self-cleaning
2: were you oven. shocked with the title when we gave it to you? It's 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 very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I could have named it something else. But yeah, yeah, it's
0: it's. (laughs) So originally this episode was supposed to air during Thanksgiving. So we were like, oh, let's coin it the self-cleaning oven. And we just kind of stuck with it because we figured, you know, it would be catchy for the audience. But
2: it does make sense. It makes good sense. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs)
2: Yes. (laughs) So what we're talking about is keeping our vagina happy. You want to keep it happy Mm -hmm. and there are certain things we can do to keep it happy because an angry vagina is not the best vagina to have at all. So let's let's start with the most important thing. The most important thing that we can do to keep our vaginas happy is to have a pap smear. Pap smears are very important because they screen for cervical cancer Um. Approximately this year they're saying approximately fourteen thousand new cases of cervical cancer will be diagnosed this year. And approximately four thousand women will die from cervical cancer this year. So mm-hmm. it's very important that we have a cervical cancer. <clears throat> I'm not a cervical cancer, have a um here. <laughs> <cancer. laughs> The good news about pap smears is that you don't have to do them every year now. It used to be that they recommend you do pap smears every year. Mm-hmm. Um, pap smears now start at the age of 21. So you start at 21. When you get your first uh, gynecological exam, um, you get your breast exam, your clinical breast exam, um, listening to heart, lungs, the regular physical, but then they um, we go down and do your... Um, gynecological exam, your um, pap smear, which is not as bad as people make out to be. I have patients after I do it, they'll say, is that all? Because some people give them horror stories of, of how awful it was. And it's not it's not the best thing in the world, Don't, but it's not the worst thing in the world. So if you get your pap yeah. smear, let's say we start at age 21. If your pap smear is normal, then you'll get it repeated again in three years. Okay. Now, there's something else that women should make sure their um, gynecologist is testing, and that's HPV, the human papilloma virus. That is a virus that can cause um, cervical cancer. It can cause other cancers, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, So if you get your pap smear along with your um, HPV testing and it's negative, then your pap would be every five years. So it's a lot better than every year. If for any reason it is abnormal, depending on uh, what your pap smear shows, if it shows that you have positive high-risk cells, then you may need to have further testing so they can rule out any type of um, cancers or any other abnormalities. So that's one of the first things we need to do. So, any woman up until the age of 65 needs to get a pap smear, according to the guidelines. Um, If you've had three consecutive pap smears um, after 65, then they recommend you do not have to get any more pap smears at all. If you've had a hysterectomy, that means your uterus was removed and it wasn't because of cancer. You do not have to get another pap smear no matter what your age is. No, Any no. questions about that? Okay.
1: No, so, that, so
2: the interesting I, thing no, about the human... A general shock.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know it went up to 65.
2: <laughs> um, and, and if you do have a family, you know, if you do have a strong history of uterine cancer, um, then even though you, you're 65, it, you, you still need to get a pap smear. Um, because some, just to make sure those cells have not returned. So even though the uterus is gone, if it's positive that you have had it removed because of cancer or a high risk PAP um, result, then you need to get it repeated. So
0: um, I think one thing growing up with us, it was like if you weren't sexually active at all, like you didn't need to go and get a yearly PAP. So is that something that matters or
2: not? It, it does not matter. If you're 21 or older, you can still get cervical cancer. Um, cancer is not always caused by some type of STD. It can, just like any other cancer, um, it can just develop. Nothing you've done, nothing you didn't do, it can just develop. So recommend 21 or older, preferably starting at 21. You need to start your pap screenings.
0: Yeah, I I haven't heard the horror stories for the pap smear, but definitely the mammograms.
2: (laughs) Uh, And it, sometimes it depends. The mammograms are not as bad as some people make out. Sometimes the technician makes a difference. Um, Sometimes the more you have, the less painful it is. So if your breasts are a little bit smaller, (laughs) it's harder to get them on that table, flat little thing that they have to put them on that is very hard. Um, If you're a little more ample...
1: just knew it was going to be a problem for me.
2: (laughs) If you're a little more ample, it's not quite as as bad. But it's amazing how they move your breasts in different directions um, to get a good, you know, to get a good um, showing. And you want to make sure that they see all that they can see. That's one of the things you always worry about, no matter what age you are. So, also, clinical doing your self breast exams once a month is very important. So, make sure you're doing that as well. Also, I know we're talking about cervical, but since you mentioned mammogram, if you have a family history of of um, breast cancer, like your mother, sister, sometimes even father, men can get breast cancer as well, then you need to go earlier than forty. Mm. So, if you're if you if you are in your 30s and you found out your mom has breast cancer or you know she has a history, then you need to get your mammogram earlier than 40.
0: Did not know men could get breast cancer, but good mm-hmm. tip it.
2: So let's talk about the HPV, the human papillomavirus. Um, I'm not sure if you guys have heard about that. You may have because now, you know, kids are being immunized uh, for HPV. Um, but what the human virus can cause is it can cause what you call angiogenital cancers, which are like um, cervical cancer, um, uterine cancer. It can cause vulva cancer, which is the vulva, of course, is the outside that we see our external genitalia. It can cause that. It can cause penile cancer. It can cause anal cancer. So HPV hmm. is kind of like a contact virus. Whatever it contacts. Let's say if you have intercourse with someone who has HPV, if they if you have anal sex, then you can have HPV there. If you have oral sex, it's just wherever it's contacted is where you can develop it. Um, also, it can cause the oral pharyngeal cancer as well. So, um, though that's one of the reasons why the HPV vaccine is recommended, it is not required it is recommended starting at age um 11 to 12 but you can get it as young as 9 um if you get it along between uh those ages then it's just two doses you get one then about two do- two months later you get another one anyone that's 15 or older they actually get three and it's also they're also recommending anyone up to age 26 whether you're sexually active, whether you've been exposed or not to um get the h p v vaccine because it can prevent a lot of of of, of kind of can- different kinds oh. of cancers so Goodness. we got a little serious with our h p v we're talking about that, but that's
1: important <laughs> <laughs> that's important. We're yeah about um, like got that? a little dark just there. yeah I mean, we it just like. I mean, I had, I had heard of it before because they started, I'm not going to say they came out with the vaccine when I was in high school, but that I, I was the first time I had ever heard of it. And I know my doctor told me to get it. So I got it my senior year of high school, like right before I went to college. Well, so good. I think that's summer good. or something.
2: One thing it does is they said even if you have been exposed, even if you've had HPV, it's still recommended that you still get the vaccine. There's over 150 genotypes of HPV. There is no vaccine that covers all of them. They try to cover the ones that can cause cancer. The high-risk ones is the one that they're trying to cover. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. That that makes sense. That matters. (laughs) Sounds
2: like the Rona to me. (laughs) Okay. All right. Since we're doing HPV, let's talk about sexually transmitted infections. Because, you know, we want to keep our vagina happy and healthy. Um, one of the important things that we do is once a month take that hand mirror, go down there, take a look, inspect, make sure everything looks okay. If you see any kind of bumps or lesions you never had before, then you need to go to your doctor and say, What do you think this is? Okay. <laughs> Seriously.
1: <laughs> if there, if you, <laughs> you gotta get and y'all gotta get familiar okay because <laughs> that anger on that's what i tell
2: them women experience. when they're doing a breast exam they'll be like i don't know what i'm feeling for i don't know what it is but what happens is your fingers remember what you touch what's normal what's not normal so if something was there that wasn't there well something's there or not it wasn't there then you just come on in let's take a look at it it may not be anything but better safe that's the same with the with the vaginal exam once a month take a look at mm-hmm. it Make sure it doesn't, no discoloration, there's no ulcers, there's no rash. Discharge is normal if it's clear or white without odor. Should not have any, and when I say odor, no fishy, foul-smelling odor. Um, It should not be any kind of greenish, yellowish, brownish, Mm -hmm. nothing like that. So, and, and if you do, you'd look at it and say, I'm not sure about this because I don't know if it's supposed to be here or not. Let your doctor take a look at it. Just to be on the safe side. Okay? Hmm. So let's go into the STDs. We talked about taking a look, making All sure right. everything looks well once um, a month. There's different types. There's one. There's some caused by bacteria. There's some caused by parasites. And there's some caused by viruses. Now, the ones that are caused by bacteria are like your um, chlamydia, gonorrhea, um, syphilis. Um, those types, mm. you can take an antibiotic and it goes away. Uh, the ones that are caused by a parasite is your trichomoniasis. Mm-hmm. That is, uh, and it's actually a parasite. Yeah, when I do an exam and take a swab, and look under the microscope, you can see it just flying and moving all over the place. So it is a parasite. It is. But the good news about that, it is curable. So medication can get rid of that. Viruses, unfortunately, are not curable, but they are manageable. So like your HPV, if you get HPV and you get genital warts, there is a chance it can come back, but there's medication to um, take the the genital water away. It could be months or years before it comes back. It might not come back, but there's no cure for it. Same with herpes, same thing. Um, there's medicine to suppress it or to just treat um, the herpes virus. So if you're if a person gets it often, they're getting outbreaks often, then the suppressive therapy is something you can talk about where you take a, take a medication every day to hopefully suppress it and keep it from coming up, but it does not cure it. Um, and, of course, we know HIV, that is manageable, but it is not curable as well. A uh, couple of others, hepatitis A and B, um, there are vaccines for that. So hepatitis A, um, kids are getting vaccinated for that now. Um, Adults can if they like. Also, hepatitis B, most of us have had that when we were born. We got the initial shot, and then you go back two, three, six months, and you get the other one. Hep C, there is not a vaccine for hep C, but there is medication that actually can cure it. It's one of the only viruses where there is a cure, not manageable, but a cure for that. Um, But you need to be tested. So one of the important things is get tested. If you're not sexually active, get tested, and then you'll have a baseline. So when you do become sexually active, then you kind of know where you are. Unfortunately, um, you, I hate to say that, but I do tell patients, you, you really kind of need to treat this like a business. Um, he get his test results or she get her test results and I get my test results and we meet up together and see what each other test results say. Um, I'm you hate to do that, but I mean, there's some things, you know, you want to make sure of, you know, before. And some people, they're not giving it to you intentionally, but some of these things don't have symptoms um, until they pop up. Um, on a test or unless someone has it and they tell, they are kind enough to tell you, which right. they should, um, so you can get treated as well. So it's important to kind of, you know, to do that. I, I tell my older patients the same thing, you know, you've got to um, make sure. And there's nothing wrong with looking down there at what he or she has to make sure there's—I mean, you can't see every STD, but if there's a, a genital ward or there is a ulcer or a sore or something that doesn't look right, then then you might want to think twice. I mean, sex in the dark is not always the best. Initially, any comments? <laughs>
1: sorry
0: <laughs> we it's as if our aunt is here telling us this right tea, and we're here just listening and taking it <laughs> all yeah. in and being reminded to, to I, be I, safe in these streets i don't know what the listening population mercy, just, is if it is still hot
2: people outfit. that might happen to pop in but the std rates are higher for older people so they really they really have to be careful Huh? You know, especially if you've been in a monogamous relationship for years and you're not anymore, whether your partner's died or whether you got a divorce or whatever, you, you got to be safe. Oh. You got to be safe.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so the things you can do. A-
0: yeah. yeah, I did hear that yeah. one.
2: So the things you can do is condoms, of course. Well, first of all, abstinence is the best policy. Okay, when I tell people that, they look at me like I got 10 heads and two faces. The next thing is condoms. (laughs) So condoms are very important. Um, With my young kids, like my teens that I have, I always tell them, especially the females, uh, you have your own condoms. So therefore, you know it hasn't been kept in a wallet for a year. You know it hadn't been in a glove compartment for a year. You know where it's been. So it's easier for it not to break. You know it's not expired. So have your own. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. All
0: right. Well, thank you, Ms. Hayward, for stopping by and informing us about our cervical health, our breast health. Vaginal health because it's important for men and women to know about this self cleaning oven. Okay, because a lot of people Mm -hmm. like to bake things and put things in the oven (laughs) but don't want to take care of it or clean it, right? So it's definitely, yeah, it's not okay. You got to clean that oven every now and then,
1: honey. I mean, I know it cleans itself, but you know, you you still got love on it, you still got to treat it with respect.
0: Facts. Yeah, but then people be like, i in there cleaning, cleaning it. Now you about to mess yourself up, oh, sis. Oh, no. You can't overclean it. You got to treat yeah. it like a cast iron skillet because you still got to season that skillet and put that oil on it mm. once you're done.
1: Come you through with the analogy, okay, girl. Okay. You better be careful. Don't be using no hard, mm-hmm. porous sponges and shit. do be using no Brillo pad on mm-hmm. that skillet, bro. You just you be gentle with it. That's and right. Love on it. Okay? Definitely that's right. It. Yes, Lord. Mm, you said a word. that ain't nothing but a word right there.
0: Mm. Yeah, child. Mm. Shana and I Cleaning, but be delicate. Be,
1: be, be, yes.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was gonna do? I just wanna pour this back in the can. I just can't. <laughs> She's doing uh. it. Oh. Look at it! She's pouring No,
0: it listeners, do y'all hear that? Constance is pouring this can rosé back in the can. It's Stop just it. that bad. Don't do it.
1: <laughs> it's only but bad. It is st- it's, it's really not the can part of it. it really, the rosé mm-hmm. is just dry as shit. And I, yeah. after yesterday. <laughs> right. Yesterday, I can't it really is- drink no more. <laughs>
0: it is better than the uh, beatbox. So. You yes.
1: are correct it is way better than
0: the beatbox we have been lower Mm
1: -hmm. you damn right (laughs) we have it because that that box rose was a little sweeter this one's just really really dry and i don't Mm -hmm. like a dry rose whether it's in a bottle or a can Mm
0: -hmm. yeah we found out that box rose was four bottles in one box
1: that was an ordeal Mm. (laughs) at least you guys are
0: stupid like me and jawanda in bar two
1: (laughs) okay. I
0: bought canned wines. Your bullet drink. What is it? that?
1: That's canned Pinot Grigio. Oh. But I, know <laughs> I was afraid this Rose <laughs> Because I was afraid this rose was not going to, you know, it's going to do a complete thing. And if, I don't, and if I don't drink this, I might drink a Moscow Mule and I don't need to do that. I don't need to go and drink vodka. I don't, feel, I don't need to do that. I can't.
0: Let's, let's let's go wine with wine.
1: Yeah. Let's wine, chat. <laughs> Let's do it. Whining with wine. Tell me your grievances. Whining with wine, girl. What is on your mind? Tell me what's on your mind. Who's got our wine today? Who's going first?
0: I guess I'm about to talk about when your dog passed gas in the middle of a podcast recording. What the fuck happened over <laughs> Oh my gosh. No, that's not really my wine. But, I mean, if I don't come up with nothing else, we can roll with it. Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's just so stink, girl. No warning, no nothing. But you have to love them. Speaking of which, actually, let's run with this. So, February is dental health month for your fur babies. If you are a pet um pet parent, I suggest that you go to your local vet and ask them if they have, you know, discounts or running any specials for the 12th Month. Yeah. Your babies will appreciate it. Okay, that's all I got to say.
1: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all let dog fart. <laughs> yeah. I thought
0: you was something else. i thought no. you, she didn't do nothing. She was just let it out. No, and just... she farted. It sounds smelled like sour food. Like, yeah, and she had no expression. Not a girl asleep. Lord, not she farting the, in her sleep, child. The disrespect.
1: <laughs> the disrespect.
0: Wait, sidebar. So when you were just as giving together, other whatever, and you farting in your sleep, do they tell you when you wake up? Because I would, I'm like, you supposed to wake me up? Because that ain't cute. Like I need mean- no <laughs> girl.
1: No. We'll get on that. I'll tell you my damn wine. Why do we? Why do we wait so long to take a shit in, in a nigga's house? <laughs> my stomach be just a bubble. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go all the way home to tap, drop this deuce, bro. I need. I go to the bathroom. It's fucking like I go to the bathroom. Why are we so weird about it? And nah, my significant other don't say nothing when I because. Well, one time he did because I guess I had just had a lot of gas that night. He was just like, "Yeah, yo, goddamn, you about blew your way. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you was holding that poop in,
0: and you should have went and dropped that load. Then you wouldn't have been struggling so bad in your sleep, right,
1: <laughs> And you know, I used to sleep by myself, so I just let that shit loose anyway. Br-
0: <laughs> oh my god! That's oh was- yeah. Yo, yeah, yo, y'all, ha- that happened to me. This was, like, recent. This was, like, a couple months ago where I rolled over and let one out. And that thing was, you know, it keeps going. It was one of those. It was a long one. And I forgot that he was in the bed with me. <laughs> <laughs> Not the rumble. It was a rumble? Yes, it was a rumble up in that jungle. Oh, my God. And I was, like, oh, shit. I was, like, I hope he didn't
1: hear that.
0: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I think maybe after like six months, like once you are comfortable enough to go to someone's house, I feel like you should be able to take a poop because to me, if I invite you in my house, I really like you. Like that's a safe, yeah, my right. home is a sacred space for me. So mm-hmm. I feel like that is vice versa. If you let me into your home, all right, it's fair game. You taking me for me. So, you know, this is natural. So if it happens, it you know. Listen, no. to, as long as i don't see it it's fine what do you mean see it you get your ass out of the bathroom you won't have to see it what you mean i mean like you leave any remnants or anything like that as long as okay. i don't see any remnants of what you did i mean i know i am going to smell it because i mean it's inevitable right. as long as i don't have to see it we good yeah i ain't never had that problem <laughs> you i mean but i get it, it. I hope you know, sometimes. I yeah, sometimes time. it don't flush all the way. Like you always got to check behind you. You can't just get up, you know, wipe, get up and just leave. You got to look behind mm-hmm. you, make sure everything go down the way it's supposed to go. Lord. Yeah,
1: yeah I get nervous. nervous you know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you know you be holding on to that thing, and you just got a big old log come out. You get, <laughs> <like you just. laughs> but you just got a big one come out. You know, and you be afraid that toilet ain't go. And go <laughs> but,
0: And one of like EJ's first apartment that I went to when we first started talking, that toilet mm. was real iffy, man. I used to be nervous every <laughs> time. <laughs> <laughs> because you had to handle it, you know, you had to jiggle it a certain way to make sure Mm-mm. things work right. And I was just like, oh no, please don't let this happen at this moment. <laughs> no. No. There's a
1: number one toilet only. Your house is way too far away to hold, hold the shit in for that mm-hmm. long. Facts. Ooh,
0: ooh, good. Um, okay. So, mine is that being an adult is just trash. Like, when you... These responsibilities, yeah. it sucks. Like,
2: <laughs>
0: having to, like, meal prepping every week, like, it took me, like, for... Four and a half hours to get these meals ready for the week, and I'm just like, oh, you know, I gotta feed three. I'm feeding for three, so I gotta make sure there's enough food for everybody. And this, and I'm thinking in my head, like, what if I had like a kid? Like, I have to feed for that kid too. Like, what the fuck. Yeah. And today well, yeah, was one. They have to eat. <laughs> and today was one of those days where I just didn't want to meal prep. I just wanted to lay on my couch, watch Claws, and just be free. But I couldn't do that because I had to be an adult. I had to be a wife. I had to be healthy for myself. And that shit is trash. Like, I wish I could afford somebody to cook my meals for me, at least. But, you know, I digress. hmm <laughs> I was very upset about that today. Having to go to the grocery the store, grocery is fucking. I paid a hundred seventy-three dollars today for groceries. That's gonna potentially last me for a week. I gotta go back next week.
1: Uh, yeah, well, groceries are
0: expensive now. Like yeah, expensive
1: as, as hell. My budget is not even really big enough for groceries anymore. Not like I would like it to be, you know. Yeah. Considering how they've gone up, I'm about to up my budget, and I'm like, my Jesus. Why is everything so fucking high? Right. Boy. I mean, you can
0: get you a McDouble and some fries at least for four dollars, right? And something number seven, yeah. two yeah. cheeseburgers with that's, fries and a drink.
1: It's only one meal though. You know, I need longevity. Like, I can't stand the meal prep either, digger. But it, it was a bitch today. But honey, you gonna be you gonna be feeling real good the rest of this fucking week when you ain't got to do shit when you get home. <laughs> All you got to do is wake that ass up and pull that meal out of the fridge, throw it in that mm-hmm. lunchbox, and go. Because right. I, I, right now, I'm not meal prepping anymore like I'm supposed to, and at least trying to think throughout the week. It's like, shit, the hell I'm gonna eat. And I, and I do this shit in the morning, <laughs> like already late for work. God damn it, what am I gonna eat today? Hmm, okay, I'm just gonna hope that there's something in the lunchroom. Maybe it'll be popcorn chicken. Maybe I'll have some mashed potatoes. Hopefully, Miss Sandy puts something on the salad bar so I can eat. Because I'll be... I I just... I Just... uh, Okay. And then I got to struggle and think, well, what the fuck am I going to eat for dinner? So, I end up going to the grocery store every goddamn day. Because I don't prepare for it. But I actually...
0: I'm I'm trying to decide if that's what I want to do. If I want to do the whole grocery store, like... Grocery (laughs) store? Grocery store every, like, two days? Or, like, try the meal prepping because... If I meal prep, like, a meal and that takes me four days to eat, by day three, I am not guaranteed to eat the rest of that. And I feel so guilty. So, I'd rather, like, cater to my taste buds as I want things throughout the week. Because, like, Wednesday, I just might want some tacos. Right. You know? But I on Monday, I made chicken rice and, you know, green beans or whatever. And I don't want that right. anymore. So. I do yeah, that. I don't have that kind of a luxury because my lunch break is only 30 minutes and I'm working 10 hour days now since I can't work my regular, you know, my overtime, overtime hours. Yeah. So by the time I go home, I work out and I'm tired. Like, I don't have time to think about what I'm going to eat. What's in the fridge? Yeah. Put that well. up in there. Yeah. yeah. So I only get 30 minutes to eat lunch. So I bring what I eat. I eat what I bring. And I come home, It's I'm almost out of my feeding window. I got to work out. It's either work out or eat. Damn. Juice. Oh, so. Because <sighs> you be tired afterwards. Yeah. And I'm not going to cook after. So yeah. it's going to be what I bring and what I cook. So I got to do it today, which is Sunday. In order to be able to prep myself for the week now i may do like some extra vegetables somewhere in the meat or like an extra meat somewhere Mm -hmm. you know if i run out of something but i'm not doing the whole meal if i want tacos on tuesday i save that shit till i run out of the fucking food i prepped (laughs) (laughs) it'll be taco it'll be taco Taco thursday yeah I don't what know you why want? I love tacos so much. It's such a so good house Chipotle.
1: Damn. Bitch. You mm. see a good old local restaurant, local mo- um, Monterey's or Teresa's or whichever one of them that you really like, you good authentics. Oh, mm. my damn. Mm. See, I want me to have a right fucking now. Squeeze a little lime
0: on it. Mm. Oh, uh, mm. real Mexico oh. and Colombia. So good.
1: Mm. I ain't never been there. Monterey's is always what we got here in North It's mm. Good. My but yeah, I feel you. And when I said meal prep, I, I, I was like Mo. I tried to do an actual meal. I didn't want that damn shit. <laughs> I, I like. I, just, I mean, I had to force myself to eat that damn shit. So I used to just make something that I didn't give a fuck about. I would make salad. Like I would saute chicken thighs on Sunday, cut those holes up, and put them on top of some lettuce, and say, Well, I might not. I might hate my fucking lunch. But I'm eating to survive at this point because our lunch should be 20 minutes and then we eat outside and then we go to recess or whatever, but mm -mm, just something to survive on and then I can look forward to dinner.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I will say if, if I do like chicken and like the crock pot or the Instapot, like it's shredded chicken, sometimes like after like day three, it turns me off for some reason so I can understand that. Like after a while, yeah. like that, I don't know. It's something about the spread. It it just turned me off, and I'm just like I can't eat no more of that.
1: About to find, <laughs> I, I've been trying for years to find good crock pot recipes. I don't want to know. Pinterest don't give me no good ideas. They they give me some, but they're nasty. The ones that I've tried, they're just really not that good. I I mean, you have I to put a little fucking, soul in the pot. I guess, honey, because and then by that time, I just want a fucking pot. Like that that, <laughs> that damn crock pot could suck my dick. I'm really about to sell that hoe and get it out of my face because I haven't used it. It just disappointed me too many times and it always times. smells so good. And The taste don't match the smell and it pissed me off. So why? I wonder why. I don't know. Like she said, like Monique said, I need to put some soul in it but it's like Yeah. Um, I don't know.
0: My yeah. first time cooking in mine I didn't know you were supposed to like burn the crock pot off like you would a new oven because mm. I made roast. That roast smells so good. But bitch, it tastes like the box that the um, crock pot was in. I was so mad. No, so no, mad. I had gosh. my little bay leaves in there and everything. Like, why mm. the fuck I put bay leaves in a roast? I don't know. But I mean, it was meant See, to it, be good. It it maybe so good. you need to season your crock pot like you season maybe. the skillet. I don't know. I guess so,
1: child. I guess, but I know it, it pissed me off so bad. I just started looking for shit that was not in the crock pot. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to use my regular fucking pot. Yeah. So I'm go- I, think- I bought me a Dutch oven and I cook more shit in that than I do my damn... um, Not insta-pot, the crock pot.
0: <clears throat> yeah, Taylor says the same thing about her crock pot recipe. She said that they don't come out the same. She said they don't come out good. But I have no mm-hmm. issues with the crock pot recipes, but I also... You know, I do my black girl seasonings.
1: I, know. <laughs> I, I go by their recipe, and that's probably the problem. Like, I need to go by the recipe with, um, in theory, like as a base, and then yeah. jazz it up myself. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah. I be trying to yeah. trust. You got to season Honey.
0: the meat on both sides, too. You can't just do one.
1: Honey, that chicken be looking scary as fuck. <laughs> that's why they got put all <laughs> that goddamn sauce on it, because it looks... It looks like white woman thighs. It's awful. It's so scary. It just, oh, my it, gosh. Just look, it just looks terrible. Ain't no brown on or nothing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, and that's all we got this week, y'all. Yes, y'all. As usual, thank you for joining us. Yes. You can follow us on uh, Instagram, Unestablished Podcast. Facebook as well, Unestablished Podcast. You can send us an email with your questions, comments, concerns. We haven't had an email since last year, so what you waiting on? Um, Send that to unestablishedpodcasts at gmail.com. We'll be glad to answer any questions. All of this information is in the bio. Right. It's in our description box right where you're listening. Just press the link. It'll take you wherever you need to go, boo.
1: It's there for you.
0: We're waiting for, your for
1: your
0: you. Comment and pleasure. Yes. yes, we're waiting for you. Come on over here. Yes. <laughs> come on <laughs> over here. How you gonna come in off the beat? Get off here. Oh, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably no, around. it was Jawanda that <laughs>
1: Oh, I was like, well, you know there's,
0: you know there's a delay. It could have oh, been a delay. Oh, don't be trying to play me. I was on the ch- choir for the children. Oh Lord, them hot ass robes. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, we didn't have robes. We just had to wear our white shirt and black pants, <laughs> and black bottoms. <laughs> we a, we graduated from the robes, and then we had to do, wear black and white every Sunday that we sang. Mm, yeah. That's all we had. We had no robes. Yeah. The older khaki. people had the robes.
1: Yeah, we didn't get robes. I think we had to do like white and khaki or some shit. Oh, God. I hated the children's choir. Ugh. I hated them kids. They were so fucking mean. I ain't never met no kids meaner than church kids. They're awful. Man. Yeah,
0: they are. Thanks.
1: That'll be a wine for another day. <laughs> we should have a church episode. And why why are young people more religious than churchy? I mean, not really. Oh, spiritual. Spiritual, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That would be good. Maybe we can find somebody to bring on for that. If you guys have, <laughs> if you guys have nothing else to add, Mo, go ahead and take us out. Cheers. 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 Right, I'm gonna get me a on. new computer chair. This thing's squeaking like a damn bear. You hear it? not a bit (laughs) thank you for joining us this week on unestablished
1: be sure to catch us every week and don't forget to rate, review,
0: and follow us on all podcast platforms or if you simply tell a friend about the show that would help us out too until next time, peace and love